Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Kick off your future with the law firm of Condori and Murad. They're our buddies, and they will help protect your assets, update your will, and your trust. Schedule a free estate planning strategy with one of their Fairfax-based attorneys, Visit KMLawyers.com. Mention the show to score yourself a discount. That's KMLawyers.com. Tomorrow at 4 o'clock, ahead of the Beltway Blitz, we're giving away Caps tickets. They play the Canadians. We'll also be giving away another pair of tickets to come see your pals and the Junks and be Mitch and Finley and the boys from Bit Season and the whole crew out at Bethesda Theater. Uh, big 8 p.m. February 2nd event on stage. Please make sure that you uh, are there. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll that event's going to be awesome. Two more tickets tomorrow. You said you have done a show over there. I've done a couple of shows over at the Bethesda Theater. That it place is a blast. A ton of people. So it's it's big, but it's not huge. If that makes any Doesn't sense. It like, seat like five hundred people. Yeah. So it's like that. I don't know how to. I keep saying this. I wish I had a better term for it. It's like that mid-sized theater type seating, but the space is. Gorgeous. It's like one of my favorite places to perform. So that they're bigger, like Lincoln Theater, Warner Theater. There's like, you know, a little over 2,000. This is that it's intimate enough where you still feel like you're part of something close to the stage, but it's also big enough where you're like, this is a, you know, a, a pretty big deal to be able to be here. I love that spot. It is time for the audio vault. I have scoured the internet for entertaining audio clips to play for you guys. Let's go into the vault. You want to start with something fun, or do you want to start with something that's like a serious coach going in on his player? Let's go fun second, okay. serious uh, first. All right, this is Chris Finch. He is the head coach of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Last night, Carl Anthony Towns scored 62 points. Cat scored 62 in a loss. They completely fell apart. They gave the game away in the fourth quarter. He started playing hero ball. They started just feeding him the ball and watching him try to get to 70 so he could be the second player of the night to do that because Joel Embiid scored 70 earlier in the night. And Finch, the head coach, was not very happy in the press conference after the game. No, obviously, we're going to try to feed a hot hand, look for a hot hand. But at some point, we got to get back to making the right play. We got to get back to doing the right things. Um, and, um, you know, let's just, uh, like I said, there's a lot of ways to be immature. 
there's always a lot of ways to be immature. Um, and there was a lot of immature performances here throughout the the roster. We totally disrespected a, the game ourselves, um, and we got exactly what we deserve. So, Chris, did did you also see? I mean, did it turn into Carl trying to hunt like a absolutely a, a big number? And yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, but for a while, I mean, it was going. Um, but you know, down the stretch, we you got uh, you know kind of dried up for us. But um, yeah. So. Whoa. We're immature. We disrespected the game. Ooh. We disrespected ourselves. Man. We deserved to lose. We were hunting points. I, I get back in the locker room. I just scored 62. We NBA lost, game. so I'm kind of disappointed, right? I'm feeling like, ah, we should have won. But I scored 62. I'm, I'm kind of feeling myself a little bit. And I find out my coach just said, immature, disrespected the game, disrespected ourselves, deserved to lose, and I was hunting points. The... The disrespect of the game part's probably a little bit tough for me, but the other parts are fair criticisms. Listen, this is not the 12 seed where you're just trying to do stuff for individual accolades to get yourself to a winning situation. They're the one seed in the West. Like, they're they're doing it this year. They are a, a, a contender at this point for the first time since Kevin Garnett was there 20 years ago. So, yeah, they got bigger fish to fry than, than a nice game. I kind of loved this, to be honest. Uh-huh. I think he was mostly correct. But here's my real hot take. In college, a coach does this and guys transfer. Like, and this is what I don't like. There's a lot of things I don't like about the portal. and But you really can't huh. be coached. Yeah. You cannot be mentored. Mentoring and coaching and teaching, sometimes it's tough love. You know, Think about the relationships you have in your life with mm-hmm. formative people, right? Sometimes they say the thing you don't want to hear. Sometimes they say the thing, not that you want to hear, but that you need to hear. Yeah. You're going to be angry at your coach if you have a good coach sometimes. Yeah, my two favorite coaches both suspended me. From, for, I believe it. You know what I mean? But, like, but that's if a you've thing. never had a coach, like, sorry, let me say it differently. If you've never been angry at your coach, it probably wasn't that great a coach or they didn't change you all that much as a person, as a player. And in college, you have the easy out, man. And I think there's going to be coaches that don't do that. You know, that just, I'm never going to upset my players. I'm not going to call them out. They can do whatever they want. They'll run all over me because they're not going to transfer. And at least when someone brings it up, they'll say I'm a nice guy. Good luck. But I, I think there's going to be a lot of that in college sports. You watch the shows like I do, these um, Last Chance U type shows. Yeah. I forget the guy's name in Oakland, the basketball coach, uh, the, the bald guy. That's really, going to really kill like, me. I can't remember his name. Uh, coach John something, mm-hmm. I think. Um, really likable dude. Very likable. But like he is a hard ass on his players. He acts as a father figure. Um, and they hate his guts half of the season, if mm-hmm. not more. You think that guy's players aren't going to leave? Of course they are. They can just jump wherever they want to. Yeah, like he could, like that, when he does it at the Juco level, where it's like, no pun here, but that, your last chance, like if you want that career, you've got to go through me. Yes. He's got a little bit more uh, uh, sway and swag that he can do that. But if he. Maybe. Like, There's a lot of Juco's, man. I know, but that's. I, you're, you might be right about that. I'll, I'll go play for another guy that's not doing that. That's going to tell me how great I I'm am. I'm curious yeah. to see how this all trends. Uh, all right. Number two, let's stick with the coach here. This is dated, but we didn't play the audio last week, and I saved it because I wanted to, to play it. This is Todd Bowles being asked by a news reporter sent to the sports press conference, probably, frankly, because they downsized their sports department like all of these local TV stations are doing. So now the news reporter's got to go out and cover the presser. And Todd Bowles and the Bucks are getting ready to go to Detroit, where it's 13 degrees, and play the Lions indoors at Ford Field, where it's 72 degrees. 
But the question was about if they were preparing to play in the inclement cold weather. Coach, uh, looking forward towards um, Detroit, um, the weather has been a factor in some of the playoff games, even for the most prepared teams. Uh, today, it's uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures we tend to talk to. Any special plans to acclimate the team to not only uh, endure, but perform in those kind of frigid temperatures should you face them in Detroit? You do know we play indoors, right? And they got a dome. I don't um, no, nothing planned. We're, we're indoors, and we only have to be outside for 20 seconds getting off the bus going under the thing, so we'll be okay. He was respectful. Tough. He did. Uh, he tough did, spot for Todd Bowles. He did exactly. Uh, what else can you do? Yeah. I mean, he answered it as nice as possible. As gracefully as you could. That uh, question, it's so long, too, and, and it's just like, please don't say it. Please don't say it. Don't uh, abort, you know, avert, abort, avert, avert, avert. Like, you know where it's going. Yep. It's it is. I hate when kids say cringe, so I'll say cringe worthy. But I am cringing the entire time listening to it because I'm going. You're gonna ask him. You're, you're gonna, gonna ask oh, him. Oh no, uh, it's the question. No, that's bad. Uh, here's what I wondered when I heard that because I've heard that multiple times now. I wonder if that's what every question sounds like to an NFL coach. Like they live and breathe and understand football in a way that like the rest the point. rest of us can never possibly fathom. So when like, uh. On third seven, uh, you dialed up a, a Zoe Reed look for uh, the. You don't understand anything about what I do, Simpleton. Like I wonder if that's how they all sound. It's not going to be quite that bad because that's one of those you got to know that one. The yeah. expectation. Yeah, I, I, I understand that you know that one. All right, let's stick with the coaching theme. This is a very quick bite here, but I think it's hilarious. This is Patrick Waugh, who's the new coach of the New York Islanders. So they fired Lane Lambert, the former Caps mm-hmm. assistant. They have promoted Patrick Waugh. And I think the way he says analytics is hilarious. So listen to Patrick Waugh. We don't like analytics when th- when you're in the bottom of the league, and we like it when we're in the top of the league. So that's pretty simple. Now, <laughs> I, he's obviously got an accent, so yeah. that's part of it probably. I just like the idea of analytics because it's analysis. So maybe that's a better way to pronounce it anyway. It, it's not analytics, it's analytics. It is a very heavy French-Canadian accent, right? That analytics. The analytics of it. What are you saying that's wrong? Analysis. Analytics. 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 I like it. It is a series of numbers to tell me what I'm looking at, yes? Analytics. I like that hire by the Islanders, by the way. I'm so old. I think it's an upgrade. You're going Lambert to Patrick Waugh. He is thought of as pretty analytical, by the way, or should I say? Analytical. 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 Analytics. Like other analytic people, like me, Neil Grinberg, all of them guys. All right. I'm going to stick with hockey. I thought this one was fantastic. I think this is real. I've done the the very little bit of internet uh, research that I can do. Someone's going to um-so me so hard, I'm sure, and be like, that was a skit done on a late night show. Maybe. Okay. This is, a, I think, a minor league hockey broadcast where a puck comes at this broadcaster, and he freaks the bleep out. He thinks the puck's about to hit him in the head. He has a natural reaction where he completely loses his mind, and then he knows how terrible it sounded on the air, and he apologizes profusely for an extended period of time. Uh, This is that broadcast. The rush. Pulls it back there, and now Murphy. Murphy throws the pass across. 
And that puck's going to go out of play here, and uh, that's going to do it for that sequence right there. 9.25 left. I apologize if I just uh, uh, just damaged your eardrums there. Just It went right over the mesh, right over my head. So, uh, oh, my God. I just I apologize for that. I'm sorry. Everyone's a uh, few people look at me. I'm fine. Just I'm fine. Just <sighs> oh my god! As I apologize for that one right there, and for saying oh my god, I shouldn't be saying that. I'm sorry. Just <laughs> okay. I'm just trying to oh catch my, my breath here. He's uh, just <sighs> okay. Just all right. Okay. As we're back to this thing, so, rush here with it. Okay. Where is this? I I, don't, I I have no details. This was just viral on on Twitter. I saw this. So a couple of things. All right. Oh man. Number one, is he is this? Did he do this so that it would go viral? That's my first question, because it seems like not a normal, like, how many people are doing that when the puck's coming at them? Especially if you've been around hockey enough that you're calling play-by-play. The puck's coming at you and you're going, ah, 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 like six of those. So that, that's what's the, the curious part of that is the extended part of it. If you just have one, ah, like right. I've been surprised before. Like I've yes. had a moment, like, like really good seats at Nats Park very rarely, right? Where I, my head is turned slightly to talk to somebody. Foul ball comes right towards my kitchen. I'll, I might jump a little bit, but not the several breaths and kind of continuing with the, ah, ah. The first second. I experienced this recently at a Caps game yeah. when that puck's coming right at you before yeah. it slams into the barrier in front of you. Because you're right, in, the barrier in front of you is the glass. Tip, it where has you're been sitting in the past. Yeah. Every now and then I luck out and right. I get a, a good seat. Mm-hmm. But when I'm in that seat, mm-hmm. puck hits. There is that oh bleep moment when the puck's coming towards you before you remember I'm going to be fine, and then it slams in front of you and your heart kind of stops with yeah. the noise. I think I probably haven't made an audible noise, but maybe I'll give you like a. Yeah, like a gasp. Very reasonable. The, the several screams. That's not reasonable. Makes me think bit. But then how he reacts with all of the apologies. He's like, oh, me, God. Oh, it, God. It makes me think <laughs> this is serious. Like, he's in his own head. He's worried about how bad it just sounded. And then the thing that sells me, like, if this guy, if this was a bit, give him the Academy Award. Give him everything. He sold me, and I, I'm now in the side of it was all real. It was all natural. Because of him now freaking out about saying, oh, my God. Like, it's the next level on the bit that uh-huh. if he wrote it all, then that would put that guy on the next SNL skit writing group. But you get what I'm saying where yes. you're now to the point where you say, oh, my God. And then you're apologizing for saying, oh, my God. You're in this vicious cycle of apologies for your performance. Give me the whole clip again, Darius. Again, I want you to listen and tell me, was this real Minor league hockey guy freaking out. The rush. Pulls it back there, and now Murphy. Murphy throws the pass across. And that puck's going to go out of play here, and uh, that's going to do it for that sequence right there. 9.25 left. I apologize if I just uh, uh, just damaged your eardrums there. Just It went right over the mesh, right over my head. So, uh, oh my God. I just I apologize for that. I'm sorry. Everyone's a uh, few people look at me. I'm fine. Just I'm fine. Just <sighs> oh my god! As I apologize for that one right there and for saying oh my god, I shouldn't be saying that. I'm sorry. Just <sighs> okay. I'm just trying to catch my breath here. Uh, just <sighs> okay. Just all right. As we're back to this thing, rush here with it. Back to this thing <laughs> is great. Back to this thing. So the three. He's so there are three parts. Number one, that's going to do it for that sequence right there. Is an amazing call. I'm not trying to Joan. This guy's not ready for the league, I'll tell you. Because there's a few different moments where it's pretty clear he's working out some kinks in the The, minors. The sequence is concluded. I'll move on to the next thing. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. But how about the 
the quicksand he finds himself in. Uh-huh. Apology, apology. I said, oh, my God. Now I'm apologizing for, oh, my God. Now I'm apologizing for that. And, and okay, let's get back to the game. In addition, there's several people here looking at me. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> That's Darius. Real or bit? I, I think it's real. The 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 exasperation in his voice. That was. I mean, again, if if it's not That's real, terror, he des- by the way. It, <laughs> yeah, That's terror. terror. He deserves an Academy Award if that was a performance. But that was not a performance. I think that's true terror and fear in his voice, the panting. Yes, if the, but if the clip was just, ah, and then he was like, and Ramirez shoots the puck, I would think bit. Yeah, if, if, it, if we the, played that without all the other stuff yes. fo- that followed it, I would have thought bit. That's but the end of that. There's he, no chance. He felt so bad that he had to over-apologize yes. to us. I, again, if, if it's fake, give this guy an award. Uh, are, are you in or out on the Hornets play-by-play guy who screams about everything? NBA broadcast. Oh, out. Are you? Out. You gotta change you gotta change speeds, man. The, the the first quarter bucket to make it eight to five, probably it's not the grand not a grand slam down the World Series. His name's Eric Collins. Is he the, he's the voice from Bethesda? He's the guy, from right? Bethesda guy. I believe he's the same guy. He's like Lamella. That yeah. guy. Yeah. Enough. Hmm. I love it so much. I know you're all the way in. Uh I think I'm out, like as far out as you could possibly be for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like if out is uh, like outside the door, so go out and then get in a car and drive for a few miles and then park, and then eat something, but then keep driving a few more miles. That's where I am. Be, it's just like he, there was a free throw last night. Okay, a free throw was made, and he went. He was like, "He's now made an NBA free throw." Right, like, yep. We can't game seven this thing mm-hmm. for a free throw, but this was last night when Carl Anthony Towns was going off and hit a three pointer. 38. No! Oh! Are you kidding? I mean, I mean I, what do you want me to do with that? Against his Charlotte Hornets? It, it He's worked. Well, that one's that part's tough, too. Yeah. But it works for TV because we're seeing it, so I don't need to know what's going on. Uh-huh. So you're just adding sound effects at that point. But it's like he, he's screaming no because Towns is open for another three. And he's like, no, no. And then ah! you got to watch your friend get, get tortured or something. Like, what are we doing? If you're there, you get it. Like he was just dicing them up, just carving them up like a pumpkin. And then he steps across the timeline. He's like, no. And then he hits it and he just crestfall. 38. No. So And I'm extremely out. I actually thought that was hilarious last night. Time and place. Now, again, no, is it a good call? No. Am I hearing that and like, get his agent on the phone? I've got a job for him. <laughs> Absolutely not. I watched that last night, and it was it was funny to me that that was the call as he was just destroying them. Well, contrast that with longtime Wizards Bullets play-by-play announcer Steve Buckhans. Had that gone in, he would have gone, and how do you like that? Yeah. I'll take that one. Or, or, See what I'm saying? <laughs> right. I'll take old Buck. He would have said, backbreaker, you know, or something. Dagger reserved for the good things. Yeah, for like a buzzer-beating, game-winning yeah. shot Picked in that moment. A yeah. bit. Right. Final one I'll play for you here, because Danny doesn't give this guy enough love. Uh-oh. It's Dan Campbell season. Oh, man. This is Motor City Dan Campbell. This was my favorite Hard Knocks speech. There were a few good ones. But in Hard Knocks one day, the Lions went live and, of course, were like tackling each other on the second day of camp. 
And all the players were livid. And I guess some guys were looking at him side-eyed going, Dan, what the hell are you doing to us? And this was him describing to them. He's like, oh, listen, guys, if there was a way to get you ready, man, I would. But there's only one way, brother. We got to tackle each other, man. You just believe in me, man. We're going to win one day, man. We're going to do it together, brother. And it's happened. And I think that, as the kids say, this speech hits a little different a couple football seasons later. I had a couple of you look at me like, what the f***? Why are we going live? I swear to God, I'm not a lunatic. I swear to you. And if I absolutely knew we could get to where we need to get without ever putting pads on, I'd do it. I swear to you. I don't want to put anybody in jeopardy. However, I do know this. The studies say you got to get volume and you got to get intensity before a season comes. You have to. If you don't, I'm not getting you prepared, not only physically for injury, but also for us as a team to get better. Defensively, what is the essence of what we do, man? What are the two things? Pursuit and tackle. Pursuit and tackle. Man, if you don't work on tackling, if we don't work on run after catch, making a move, man, what are we doing, man? Then we finally get to week eight and we come to life because we got enough reps. But I'm, I'm telling you, honestly, I'm doing this because it actually does help you with injury. If we do it the right way, and we're not going to do it every day. But I got a plan, I swear to you. All I think about is you guys. That's all I think about, man. That's all I think about is you guys and how I'd set you up for the best possible, the best possible advantage I can give you to have a season. I swear to you, man. I just need you to trust me. That's all. Please. Let's be better tomorrow. I was at home, man, and I was thinking about my family, and we got a dog. I had to walk the dog, and then you guys came in my mind, man, because all I think about is you, man. I went to the grocery store. I was buying some cookies, and then I was like, I wish I could buy you guys, man. I love y'all that much, man. That hits different now, doesn't it, Danny? It's Motor about the same. Motor City Dan Campbell. Give the man some credit. He has done a hell of a job. He found Ben Johnson. Good for him. Good for him. Just riding the sleigh in the Iditarod. That is Ben Johnson and Aaron Glenn carrying his butt. I can't wait for him to not have that security blanket. Well, uh, look, I disagree with that. I think he's sharp. But here, here is what you could argue. Look at Nick Sirianni. Mm-hmm. Everyone said Nick Sirianni is awesome. He's this genius. He's going to be around for years. The Eagles have this great head coach. He loses Shane Steichen. He loses Jonathan Gannon. The team falls apart. The building's a mess. They're looking for coordinators. He's on a hot seat going into next year. There is something to be said when you hire that leader of men type as a head coach who doesn't call plays, Ron Rivera style, who someone else coaches the defense and another guy coaches the offense. You're subject to it. I mean, again, Mike Vrabel's a great example. I think that guy's amazing. You lose LaFleur, you lose Arthur Smith. Next time the replacement all of a sudden isn't very good, next thing you know, you're out of a gig. I do think you sleep on Campbell. He's he's been good, and he's also great with aggressiveness and fourth downs and two point conversions and uh, analytics. Was that what it was? Analytics. Analytics. Yeah. He's very good at analytics as well. Uh, I'm, I'm, you got to give him his flowers. I mean, they're knocking on Dude, the door. He's here. in the NFC title game. I mean, it's, it's hard yeah. to say much, but he, he's it's just been a staircase too. Totally. That's a three win team. That was zero and eight, I think. Mm-hmm. Remember Jared Goff's like unbelievably attractive. Supermodel girlfriend was on the beach. Uh, I don't know if they're still dating or not. It'd be a weird time to get out of the Jared Goff business as he's been on a rocket ship the last couple of years. But she was like on a beach watching and she's like, oh my God, they might win. Like when I started dating him, I thought he would never win another game because he's terrible. 
And then she's like watching, and they won a game against Minnesota. Yeah, they finished three ten and one or whatever it was. So they win the three games. Yeah. Last year they're nine and eight. Mm-hmm. They knocked the Packers out in the final week, and now NFC Championship game bound. NFC title game. Got to give Motor City Dan a little. Congrats credit. to Brad Holmes and Ben Johnson, all those guys. I'll I can never do it because of the two meandering, bizarre, drowning people in the medium depth water and kneecap biting. Yeah, but don't be like, that guy. I can't. I can't you got to be it. guys that can't update their file. Aren't that's not fun. I can't. I can't do it. Uh, he's you got to let go of it. Never. Just, I but you got to watch. Like so, he he just coaches the Lions, and they're great for ten straight years. He's just a big idiot because he gave a speech that time. Then I suppose I'd, I'd have to change my mind. Okay. Like as as soon as he gets out of the trust tree with the nest, when those coordinators are, are elsewhere calling plays and okay. in charge of their own operation, the regression is going to happen. If it doesn't, I'll have to eat my words. I I can't the, like the idea that he's doing analytics. He's just doing cowboy stuff. He's like, take your jock strap out and no. go for it again. There's nothing analytical about going for two from the 15 yard line. That That's was, stupid. Yes. That's buffoonery. That's him. He's a buffoon who walked into an amazing situation. That was dumb. But he also does a really good job, according to the numbers, on when to go for like not punt. When to go for two. It just works out for him because the numbers say go pretty much all the time. And no, he's just he going because go he's a go. He's a go what, guy. No, they kicked the field goal to open the game. They, they, they constantly don't go also. Uh, but whatever. You're, you're not going to give him his credit. So there's no reason to argue about it. It is time for our Caps power play. Danny, one guy you will give credit to is mm-hmm. the grade eight Alex Ovechkin who brought Washington, D.C. a Stanley Cup. Him and the boys back on the ice tonight. Game 46. Road game 21. They are playing the Minnesota Wild. The Wild, five fewer points than the Capitals this season, despite having played two more games. This is a game Washington should win. Dare I say with what lies ahead on this road trip. Colorado tomorrow, right? Yeah, they probably have to win. You need these two points being on the bubble. There just aren't that many games like this where you're playing a team you're better than. They got to start stringing some things together, too. Like, it'd be nice to win this game tonight, obviously. But, you know, Colorado's a tough task tomorrow. But... Everybody's so jumbled up. They're five and five, I think, over their last 10. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.